0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang.
1: Hi, gang. Welcome back to the Critical Commentary Watch Along podcast about Riverdale, the show. Normally recorded where Riverdale is shot or has been shot on unceded Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil territory, but right now we're coming in from. Not there. I'm uh, on Sunaymulph and Suminus territory, and Ryan is?
0: I'm over on Treaty 8 territory of the uh, Cree, Dene, and Beaver people, and Métis peoples.
1: And Uh, so, yeah, we've got a black and white episode this this, this year. What? This week? Our
0: one this year. Our one black and white. This is not our first ever black and white.
1: Is it not?
0: No. No, I'm sure oh. we've done black, some black and white before. Oh, Whether I'm we stayed sure. there for long, but I feel like season three or four.
1: Well, there, maybe there might have been.
0: Yeah.
1: There might have been like portions of an episode that were in black and white, but I don't remember that. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There's been a lot of episodes of this show.
0: There's been seven whole seasons. I know. Wow. Um, I loved it this time. Um, I I took this this black and white episode. To be a gift to the cinematographers and lighting team, mm. who um, long have I admired uh, the folks at Riverdale in the camera department. Do some slick stuff, some yes. well-crafted slick stuff, some fabulous lighting, and that gets to shine here. Um, black mm-hmm. and white. Uh, it it's really an adjacent or adjacent visual medium to what we're used to creating in it is so much fun um and it's something that most people only get to dabble with in like in their art school training type capacity um Mm -hmm. so i i think it's also a bit of a genre fave for cinematographers uh for a show like riverdale um yeah this is a gift of an episode and they they deliver in the visuals throughout like it's it's a very it's an entirely different lighting. It's an entirely different approach to lighting black and white. Like you can you I'm can sure black and is, white yeah. color photos, but without without shades and and vividness. Like ah, uh, just just the straight contrast whites and blacks and shadows. It's neat.
1: Yeah. Well, cool. I'm excited for some of that commentary in this episode because I I understood what genres we were playing with in this episode. But mm. it felt um a little scattered to me, and I'm wondering if it will feel mm. that way on the second watch
0: yes, I um I don't know that any- per- a, a particular genre stood out at me in this like a genre reason for black and white like i this this wasn't a noir episode, right?
1: no, but it did mm. feel like a Sort of. I, I don't mean for the black yeah. and white. I mean the genres they were playing with in terms of having the yes almost the like B movie uh horror tropes.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That yeah the mm, that yes absolutely yes. the That's arcs awesome. that have under underscored this season and world secretly
1: mm-hmm. um yeah,
0: yeah, a yeah. whole bunch of our big motivations just pop yeah. off in this third last episode.
1: I feel like. I can't believe it's the third last episode. Mind-boggling. Should we jump in? Are we excited? Do we have things to say before we jump in?
0: Do we have things to say that I won't just mention as we go? Penelope is Russian. Um, Oh, yeah.
1: This is the episode with the Russian stuff, (laughs) which is so, I just.
0: Left field brilliant.
1: Left field. Truly left field. And also, like maybe a little weird given the Ukrainian Russian war that's happening right now, but like not that weird. Not it wasn't in poor taste, mm-hmm, I felt.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know how yes. you felt, but it didn't feel in poor taste to
0: me. Quite quite in the in the in the Cold War history. And in at, for a dramatic Cold War story, having Russia sleeper Russian sleeper agents, yeah. that just jives. Um the truest part is having an American capitalist sitting in the middle playing both sides to me who is the big bad so given that focus and strength um yeah i didn't i felt pretty good about that goofy plot um some surprise on hal and ethel's big happy ending
1: oh yeah oh my gosh i forgot all about the oh yeah wow okay let's jump in i'm excited to dig into this episode
0: yes it's gonna fly at us fast well, gang, yeah. uh, queuing up your recordings, uh, if you're on Netflix with us, syncing with the Badoom in three, two, one. Badoom-ba.
1: Will Here I miss we go. The Netflix. I love how I almost said, will I miss the Netflix Badoom? Netflix produces <laughs> other shows. I watched yeah.
0: it, in fact. <laughs> I will miss many things from Riverdale, not that. Yeah. Um, I love the nerds surrounded by making out couples. I love that yeah. so very much. Especially oh, because Oh, this
1: is a great dress on Ethel. Sorry, carry on.
0: Ethel and Ben are clearly also smooching on their own time.
1: Yeah.
0: A melting okay. man.
1: Yeah, this was very, like, B-horror movie from the 50s to me. That, right that's one
0: of well, the yes. I
1: was making reference
0: to. I agree. Right out of the gate. Um gunshots and violence and zombie men. Yeah. And this great shot, this hero shot of Sheriff Color. which, really lovely.
1: Oh my gosh, that is a lot of blood leaking out of that man.
0: (laughs) Yep, he is decomposing from radiation poisoning, I guess. Yeah. Um, Jughead is such a good goofy witness this episode. Jughead sees things.
1: Yeah, I also I just noted this. I like the relationship that they highlight between comics like this and movies like this. By we see yes. frame, we see frame of B movie, we see fading into B movie experience, and then in the like real lives of these characters, and then we get this great panel in the comic that uh, Doctor Curtle Jr. Mm-hmm, or senior, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's playing his father. Um, <laughs> uh
0: is reading that was fun gosh he could just be dr kurtle i have to double check what the subtitles told us earlier on on three watch the melting man as you call him i like how the mayor just can override the medical examiner in this world maybe that is a, a small town thing uh maybe, I don't there know. are there are only, there are a few authorities and the authorities are usually the white men at your door with guns
1: I will say uh, Nikolai is in the middle of a really uh, successful Fringe tour of mm. uh, Breaking Bard right now. It's doing the yes. at least the Canadian Fringe circuit. I don't know about the American one. Uh, yeah, a,
0: improvised Shakespeare.
1: Yeah,
0: really wonderful signature yeah. work. And he's been doing it for years, actually, with that troupe.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Nikolai is Doctor
0: Doctor Doctor Curtle Jr. Yes.
1: I, I just wanted to mention uh, that because it's cool. Um, yeah. uh, so Betty and her mom continue tension, also driving lessons, mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. Ethel's just like, okay, I don't know what's happening. Uh, um, and Reggie gets into a cool camp. Very exciting. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Mary sees what's up and fixes it.
1: No summer camp for poetry. Au mm-hmm. contraire, mon ami. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Archie Andrews and shipping out. Um there is also um the entire genre of campy um sort of public service announcement cartoons rolled into this quite nicely. Um the driving school yeah. and everything about and at the driving school felt right out of out of a vintage video. Um and I I really liked that use of that the little bit of heightened reality for these side plot driving monologue uh, montages. Yeah, Ooh, I do want to just
1: that. quickly note another like really fun piece of side eye from Madeleine Petch, and that like mm-hmm. they see this guy, the two of them see this guy saluting their father in a military uniform, and they're both like, "This is silly."
0: Whatever this is, silly. We haven't. I, I'm excited to see. Julian, this the follow up episode from this. How Julian is coping? Um, Yeah. What a weird little little side threat. Yeah. (laughs) That a U.S. general brought. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I will say one thing that was sort of missing from this season for me is a little bit more heart from Julian.
0: I feel like he's
1: mostly played one note, aside from that wonderful scene with him in the hospital with Cheryl.
0: And I I would
1: be interested in him playing some more notes because I think the actor is quite engaging. He's quite fun.
0: I think they've established a strong relationship with him and Cheryl, a strong sense of their their family dynamic and relationship that I think will pay off. Um, Oh, the sun in Shannon Purse's hair here. Just mm, look at that. Look at that, that halo that we got. Uh, Mm, Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, yes. My dad was dying of radiation poisoning. Why are you asking? Again, the world without the Internet. WebMD would have, in fact, helped here.
1: Yes, it's a good point, (laughs) actually. Um, I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that.
0: Instead, we need the smart kid to be listening in on their conversation to be Wikipedia for them.
1: Yes. I also don't think I knew or understood that uh Dilton Doily's father was the science teacher until this episode. Yes. I think they say that at one point in this episode. Do they not?
0: They do. They do. Um, They I think I think they very casually established it earlier in the season or was implied. I, I kind of got the implication. But likewise, this is the, okay. the first time he directly states it. Um, I love that they brought the bunker back. I love that they yeah. brought the bunker back that's satisfying and is gonna is, is is gotta be of some use if they break reality in the final episode because mm-hmm. that's the bunker mm-hmm. where where ever dimensional Jughead is sequestered writing for t- eternity
1: it's true something I have noticed about this show is as it's gone along and it's almost too subtle I would say mm-hmm. it may not be intentional though so maybe it is too subtle <laughs> But we've just gotten slightly more references to bombs like this one. And there was a bomb reference in the last episode.
0: Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that bomb that's broke reality.
1: Was, yeah. Now we're circling towards the bunker. Like I just feel we're sort of circling around
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the future. Yes. In these last few episodes. And I'm curious if that's intentional.
0: I think we could be circling back to the comet threat. Yes. Um I think yeah, that certainly could be it. Yeah. But if not, it'll be, I agree it's something their foreshadowing explosion. This film has to go off like an atomic bomb last episode. Yeah. And they they embrace the Cold War fear wholesale this episode. Um, yeah. as a group and as a group of of teenagers, which is Which is its own kind of little reset after last week.
1: (laughs) I love the eye roll for Junkie Kins.
0: Yep. Everything about it. And then she demonstrates how to have appropriate PDA with her girlfriend. That's how you flirt in public. Like a lesbian. (laughs) Well... into the well
1: Mm. i love it i'm but that's such a weird thing to say because was oh no i guess the bomb threat was coming from over canada so driving to the west Mm. coast or or driving south would be Mm -hmm.
0: uh
1: i mean i don't know that it would work but
0: yeah but a a logistical reaction
1: yeah because I feel like now that I didn't really realize how paranoid Americans still were about nuclear threat, basically. and mm. my friend who lives in d c was saying that a lot of Americans are very afraid of the nuclear threat from North Korea, which would mm. be coming from the west coast right like over the west right coast, if It was aiming for Seattle or d c so yeah,
0: would I mean assuming they wouldn't attack South Korea or Japan first, but okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: know. I yeah. Don't, I don't yeah, know. different apocalypse scenarios. Sorry, I don't, I don't need to critique the, um, the American worldview any further than I already have. Y'all know where we're at.
1: Here. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> by all means.
0: It's like, why I are just... you afraid of that version of bombing?
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry, Americans.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know it's uh, life is scary, generally speaking. Um, I'm saying that in a complete, uh, so smoky outside that uh, I can't leave the house with my baby. So
0: anyway, Yay, Apocalypse, really so many apocalypses, apocalypses. It's
1: interesting. It's interesting. This merchant Marine reference, because I yeah. actually didn't, I don't think I really understood what the merchant Marine was until mm-hmm. this episode of Riverdale. I do they know explain I it like very well, about them, but I just sort of assumed it was part of the Marines. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: Which is really not.
0: I kind of always assumed they were sort of low key private mercenaries. I
1: mean, that's like sort that's, of the yeah, right here.
0: Yeah, they they sure sell it as a charming version of private mercenary, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I we we've flown past already, but Archie doing that knot was a hilarious, like caricature of Americana boy scoutdom. And I loved it, right right down to the tongue sticking out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. It was really fun.
0: Uh, And I do love tying knots.
1: knots. (laughs) Honestly, knot tying was one of the more fun parts of Girl Guides. And to be fair, I can't remember most of them. I can remember how to like tie a (laughs) scarf, which I think Mm -hmm. is a reef knot, and that's probably and how to tie my shoes, obviously. But Mm -hmm. I, I genuinely don't. Stop. I, I don't remember a lot of them, but it's, like, very, it was very fun. Anyway, this <laughs> scene is delightful. This is really fun.
0: This is my favorite Miss Grandi scene ever. Yes, this absolutely. Is, she's being such a delightful, delightful teacher. This is all so hokey, but, like, the immersive teaching is, I, it's it's so much fun. Yeah. And your homework is to rest.
1: And it's also so like, of course, all the women, all the female students would be together for their driving lessons from a woman. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's very like
0: mm-hmm. we
1: must keep this separate. <laughs> it's cute.
0: I imagine it was like a we're going we've assembled a very special driving class today. It's just for women drivers, yeah, Ooh. Ooh. um and Miss Grundy went all out in it i this is the Miss Grundy who. I can imagine aging into the sweet little old lady who we knew from the comics. Mm-hmm. Well, sweet little old lady, I say. Biting English, biting uh, and forceful English teacher is Miss Grundy. But one who clearly does love her class and teaching. Yeah. And Frank steps over the lines.
1: That, and also, Archie, you do not know how to play the adults.
0: No. <laughs> At you all. know,
1: like don't just don't tell him that you're joining the merchant marine to write poetry. Just don't tell mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. That's not how you play the adult.
0: <laughs> I think the decision to bait him in front of Bomb was something of a a fine teenager tactic to actually play hero. Yes. It was not an adult p- tactic, but it worked. Cause his mom actually does know better and is the authority if she chooses to be here. She's the, build, the ability to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is a very and sweet little friendship scene, BTW.
0: Agreed. I And I love that Jughead makes Dilton's bunker list. It's, yes. It's like, yeah. if we're on any Jughead, de- Jughead adventure ever, does Dilton rank? No, but Juggy is his best friend.
1: Yeah, why does your family have a bunker? This bunker's looking <laughs> really good, for the record. It's never looked this good.
0: <laughs> it's noon here. It's uh, recently rebuilt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can envision this Dilton growing up to be the crazy survivalist dad who creates season one Dilton. I can sure. believe that he would inherit a bunker and a slight paranoia about nuclear war from his dad that over 50 years would uh, develop into something horrifying and give us the strange little man we met in season one.
1: That's true.
0: Hmm. I hear you. Here, have some Um, radioactive rock.
1: Yeah, this was I. I wasn't expecting this, but then, then I Mm -hmm, remembered mm -hmm. the palladium. So.
0: Yep, yep. Same plot points. They're going. They're going to. They're going to circle to the same plot beats.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's. It's clever. It's a clever pace. It's when my dad started building this bunker. Clifford Blossom was doing something Palladium. Yup, and that means we are a nuclear target.
1: Yes! <laughs> Surprise!
0: <laughs> Yay, guess what? You're the only known place for this uh, amazingly valuable weapons material. Have fun. Yeah. I say from the northern oil patch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rough.
0: <laughs> mm. Yep. ditches were way less brown-looking when I was a kid. Anyway... Uh, one apocalypse at anyway, a time. Not just a bell, four but a four-alarm siren.
1: Um, this is I. am I'm, I'm enjoying the way they're tying these plot points together. We are getting we are getting yes. the answers to one of the plots here. It makes I, it, I 100% yes. clock that for the first time I watched it.
0: It makes hijink sense. It makes it makes perfect hijink sense. Um. I love that we segue right into Cheryl's nightmare, and that it is Cheryl's yeah. nightmare. And um, the
1: last time, but this is also uh, this is another bomb reference because she was the one mm-hmm, facing the mm-hmm. apocalypse reference. She's the one facing the comet yep. at the end.
0: Yep, and is watching. This is this, is, this uh,
1: is
0: intense.
1: This is intense.
0: Showing a mushroom cloud is always intense. Yeah. Hmm.
1: beer-mongering Jughead Jones Grumble Grumble and then you are allies for the rest of the episode but
0: Mm sure (laughs) great character chemistry loved Cheryl and Jughead as Sluice together can't remember if Mm -hmm. or when we've really gotten it before loved how they work together
1: yes you know this sequence made me think of that television show The Americans which I've never Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. watched or maybe it's just Americans but it's about two yeah, deeply embedded Russian sleeper agents, and I'm really curious about it. I've never watched it. Anyway, yeah. these two actors, I have to say, pull off speaking in <laughs> Russian really well. Maybe they can both speak Russian already.
0: I mean, they also probably had a lot of time to get ready for this scene, and like these are the, they're really good actors. Yeah, they're pretty right. Good like, actors. I feel like I feel like these are the sort of actors who probably got this script and like. Each found themselves a Russian voice coach independently because they're clearly well-trained professional actors with decades of experience.
1: Sure, absolutely. Nonetheless, not everyone can Great do Russian. other other languages easily. Agreed. And so I, uh, I'm always like, I maybe I'm feeling. Oh no! I almost told you I was a heartstopper spoiler. Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Back to review. <laughs> Uh, uh heard
0: you mention those abandoned mines.
1: It is really fun this like they these two characters don't get a ton of opportunity to do things together. Yeah. Um yeah. and it does feel like they're putting pairings together kind of last minute that have just like I feel like in the writing it's like well who yes. what are two characters that haven't done a lot together let's throw them together you know. Completely
0: okay, agree. It's yes, it's 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 a very clever way to give us some new energy and and dynamics in explicitly recycled characters. Yeah. explicitly. <laughs> um, I love that Cheryl says she's in no more danger than she usually is here. Yes, that's a that's a daunting statement. <laughs>
1: yeah, truly. This is cute. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I don't it, it would have been so intimidating To be, oh, never mind They're cutting, she's not actually doing any of the driving Or much mm-hmm. of the
0: driving To be the I'm actor In the stunt car, to drive a car that's Trying to parallel park perfectly And yeah. then they do it And look at this swarm of people Of supportive people This great class of Of Just Women cheering for each other and supporting each yeah. other and being happy for everyone's success.
1: I did also think about, um, ha- I, like, systems of power for a SAG bank account, whether or not women can open bank mm-hmm. accounts, whether mm-hmm. or not women can own cars. Of course, there are have been countries in the world where it was not mm-hmm. legal for women to drive. Like, it is just a very sort of empowering little sequence. Very fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Are, indeed, still places where women can't drive.
1: Yes. Yeah. I like to make himself a rowing machine. That was really mm-hmm, that's quite mm-hmm,
0: fun. Mm-hmm. That's very teenager with a new hyperfocus. Yes. Yeah. Um I also I, I, I like that what he decides to test out is hmm, can I do their exercises regularly? Can I yeah, exercise I mean, like a marine? <laughs>
1: not,
0: it's not a reasonable a question.
1: Poolish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with living on the ocean and abroad forever but yeah Um
1: <laughs> I think merchant marines ha- do have a term uh, like a mm-hmm. contract a little like the army in the sense that if you you know you volunteer right. you two years or four years or whatever
0: right that makes sense mm-hmm. so so...
1: It's just so weird. Like I don't it just it, what is Fred trying to prevent? Is what I don't understand. Oh right, yeah. and then we do get this last scene with him and Sheriff Keller. So is he doing the yeah.
0: whole
1: like, internalized homophobia thing? Is that was going
0: on. I I don't I don't, know. I don't think it's. I don't think it's just or purely or properly homophobia. I think homophobia may be a part of it, but like a shade of the the sort of judgments judgment that is happening here.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like it's culture fight is what I'm getting.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Um but I also <sighs> Frank has always rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, but I'm not sure. sold he's Got malicious intentions, even if I yeah. viscerally disagree with his advice for Archie.
1: Oh man, a lot of candles on Cheryl's face here.
0: This is so unnecessarily yeah, dramatic. Are. Um, so they could get this gorgeous candle flicker on her face. Just mm-hmm. so, girls carrying a candelabra around her house. And that's not yeah. a new thing for Cheryl. That's just what Cheryl does, but I love it every time.
1: It's true. And
0: Suspicion.
1: I love that her dad just has a mining helmet in his study.
0: In his desk. What in a clue. Yes,
1: that makes perfect sense.
0: <laughs> well, given that we have a secret um passageway, I guess it kinda does make sense. Because I sure. guess it goes right down to the to the mines that the secret passageway is so easy but the
1: secret passageway is is just full of uh milkman uniforms
0: yeah oh yeah you're right it's not mm. i'm i'm not 100 clear on the milkman either um but i think sheriff color is a great point he he shot the Melting Man at the beginning of this. He has covered up the Melting murders, each of them. Um, mm-hmm. And he's not been caught for whatever he's been doing yet. He's not been revealed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. And they put Frank with him this episode. Oh. What are we assembling, Riverdale?
1: Yeah. And also, like, it seems like he and Frank are smooching from the implication. Oh. <gasps> that's,
0: that's what I meant Ooh. about the internalized homophobia. Ooh. That that was my that was my takeaway. Oh, oh, I'm let intrigued by that.
1: Together. Yeah, let let's rewatch it together, and you can tell me if I'm off base. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I
1: don't I'm know.
0: slit because I don't like them, and if they're going to be happy and in love, maybe I'd like them then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I. I, one of the things I find frustrating sometimes about the way writers put together queer pairings is sometimes they'll mm. just smush characters together that I don't feel have any romantic connection.
0: Very so, great like, anatomy of it. Very yeah, so like big for example, Ver- drama. Yeah. Big ensemble drama.
1: Yeah. And so like Veronica and Betty, that made perfect sense immediately. Yeah. You know, agreed. like they're they're a level of emotional closeness. I was like, Yes, absolutely. That bleeds into romance quickly, and even uh, like even for straight characters, like putting Jughead mm-hmm, and Veronica mm-hmm. together. If they put Jughead and Cheryl together, not believable. Absolutely yep. no way. You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, so Agreed. I don't buy. Likewise, Cheryl and romance. Betty. All right. Cheryl, but yeah, that's another great example. Wouldn't have worked. It would have been really unbelievable to me. Um. Anyway, but the, uh. Speaking of putting Cheryl and Jughead together, this <laughs> this milk bottle in the purse—it's uh,
0: anyway, so good. It's a great little moment.
1: The milkman must be working for your father. It's Just so good. His bidding, doing his bidding. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: Big reveal. Mhm. I I once again love how ready Cheryl is to um to do up her family for the bad things. Mm-hmm. To 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 dig like she's found the bad thing and she's digging without hesitation. There's not a beat of self-preservation. Yeah. I respect that about Cheryl. It's enjoyable. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Totally. Also, mm-hmm. Betty has just been sent to this murder house. Like mm-hmm. too many times, frankly, mm-hmm.
0: no one's also, cleaned why it. Why are
1: all those chalk drawings on the wall? That's so weird. <laughs> maybe it's meant, to, like maybe it's meant to suggest that squatters have moved in and been drawing on the walls. I don't know.
0: Right, right. It's definitely wrecked. Well, I guess Ethel's not going to use it, so.
1: Yeah. Ah. I would love to learn to use a bobby pin like that. Not because I feel like doing anything illegal. It's more just because it's a great gimmick.
0: Yes, it's it's a great party trick yeah. to have. Um, it's a narratively pleasant uh, Betty trick. What, uh, what is this? Surprise, all of my secrets are hidden in your mom's desk. Yes. <laughs> Funny that. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Hi, Hal. I'm honestly shocked that Hal isn't a serial killer. Yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as we know. I don't know if there's like an implication that having a child out of wedlock was as big a sin in these days as killing people. Because that seems ridiculous. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. but I do sort of wonder if that's like the scandal of our age is something really terrible and the scandal of this age is -hmm. not that terrible (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. I I think he was a misdirect option for all the killer plot who have in fact been revealed to be Blossom affiliates possibly Keller and Frank affiliates set it straight Mary set it straight Clean your house, Mary. Good job. Yes.
1: You know, I. This is a fun character. That's all. I don't have any.
0: Agreed. Really thing
1: profound to say. Just fun character. Nice to see you, Molly Ringwald. Fun character.
0: Agreed. If if this is the final, Molly Ringwald does a Mary Andrews, save the day. I I accept that. If if Mary's final. Beats, outside of maybe an ensemble presence in the cl- in the final two episodes, is this? Yeah, standing up for herself and her son.
1: Yeah, it's true. Probably is uh, her final episode. Good point.
0: Mm-hmm. We're in that zone now. Yeah. Counting down. It, it
1: doesn't feel like the end of a show yet. <laughs> no. Nope. That's what I think feels weird to me. That's it. It doesn't feel like the end mm-hmm. of a show.
0: I don't know that we will. Uh, like, I suspect they're going to keep us at full pace right through to the end of the episode. I think at, right. at this point. Because that's just, that's the mood they've been driving so far. Hell, if they ended on a cliffhanger, I would accept that.
1: Yeah. Like the last <laughs> season of, uh... oh, it got canceled though. The last season mm-hmm. Angel ends on the weirdest cliffhanger. Yeah,
0: the the book series Animorphs ends on a fabulous cliffhanger. I can't oh, think really? of another example of a TV show that ends on a cliffhanger. But uh, I also have never seen something so metatextual and satirical as Riverdale in this flavor.
1: It's true, it really is a special show in so many ways. It's so bonkers, mm-hmm. but it's so... Mm-hmm. Like it really does make an effort to be something meta-textual.
0: Mm-hmm. Reading interviews, the cast around um, the the wrapping of the show, and um, Lily Reinhardt had that had that great. This was this was seven years of steady work, kind of an attitude, which none of us will have again. Which is not yeah. necessarily true, but realistically, unlikely <clears throat> for this massive ensemble cast. This is probably the longest steady gig anyone will take.
1: It's true. I mean, some people get lucky with a Grey's Anatomy gig or a, uh,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we, we say lucky, actually, but ev- every single one of the original leads of that show has cycled off and left their contract as of this oh, last really? season. <laughs> even yeah. Grey. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I guess it's true. The only other long show I can think of like this is Downton Abbey, I guess yeah i mean um they they certainly jumped through time like what about the bigger Mm -hmm. ones like sopranos the wire breaking bad i know six feet under was five uh, five
0: seasons Mm -hmm. and those though well those all had big coherent narratives right those all had a uh redefining the cinematic scope of storytelling kind of things whereas this is seven seasons of gobbledygook and chaos this is, like, this feels more like The Simpsons to me.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And, that's like, true.
0: The or, The early Simpsons. There are many, many eras and opinions of Simpsons. But uh, the first ten seasons or so were a very biting musical satire quite often. Hmm. Of a small town Amer- town Americana. Um, Yeah. And even they didn't take nearly these many liberties except for their Halloween episodes.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about other shows, I guess most shows do two to four seasons and that's it, really.
0: Yeah. Sometimes five, sometimes six. Yeah. And certainly never with this kind of character arc for the whole cast.
1: Sure. A lot has happened Hmm. to these characters.
0: Yeah. It's. Yeah they are very different versions of the same people again and again um th- coming back to Alice and Betty um this fairly heavy closure to the, of their relationship mm. here um do we think this is the the closure
1: I don't know so much happens with this relationship in this show. I don't know if we're, yeah. I don't know if this is the end. Yeah. Even though we only have now about two episodes, two episodes and nine minutes left.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe this as like the reconciliatory end in a never ending cycle of conflict. I believe that this is <laughs> the sweetest moments or and and an emblem of the sweetest moments of this character dynamic. I'll take it for that anyway, as much of an ending. Um and I I I actually like the stakes that it's over some tiny tiny secret babies and affairs aren't exactly tiny, but some very period non-world ending drama.
1: Sure, yeah. I mean I having an affair when you're married with someone else is a big deal. Absolutely. Um and producing a child you idiot! Yeah, the, having the flashes is your bad. <laughs> I love the detail that they're—he's watching Omiha, though.
0: Yes, yes, that's a fantastic bit of world building. We have Just been here before. A
1: dip into this set, which we haven't <laughs> been in in a while. Probably the last time we'll see this set, but we'll, mm-hmm.
0: we'll find out. Grand tour of Riverdale. I—I I could see, I could see our final episode having something to do in the mines, around the mines, something to do with the Palladium. And Ethel's not... uh, It's a happy ending. It's a bittersweet, dense, dramatic ending. Yeah. I like it.
1: Yeah. I love how Hal is kind of removed from this. Like, it's really Alice and Betty who are directing the whole thing. And he sort of knows there's nothing... Mm-hmm. he can say or do at this point which i think is just a nice touch
0: mhm yeah um i think his yeah even even the self awareness that he's hapless in this social dynamic and intensity is good yeah the willingness to defer um also a very gendered thing Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> sheltering men from feelings. Also part I of I, I don't societal feel systems. like
1: that's what's happening here. I just sort of feel mm-hmm. like he knows he doesn't get a say.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: Really. It's also interesting this that very amicable you have to go, but Yeah. You know, you're not out of the family thing. Yeah.
0: Like you're more in the family than ever. And I felt that with Betty in a really nice way. A little bit with Alice. Um Alice choosing Sorry, I'm specifically to, talking to about Frank
1: here, but yes.
0: Oh, oh um, pardon sorry. Me. I yes. jumped.
1: I jumped without saying yes.
0: No, it is quite all right. I agree with you fully in that context. Just a clear you have to go. Um you should yeah. yep, Can't. you're not in their house, but yeah, come for supper. you
1: family, but mm-hmm. you got to go.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need some space and boundaries and you are not raising my child. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Just to be clear, I kind of get Archie's vibe here, um, his insistence of defending the thing he cares about. Um, it makes Frank's distaste all the more real to me, the the fight mm-hmm. that they are having, that little look to Mary and that little, little no. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes Frank's distaste more real. And more understandable. Franks, I don't get this poetry stuff. I don't like this art stuff. I don't like this stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Mm. Um loved the glitter or the glimmer rather of the photo chemicals on yes. on the table there. That's really lovely.
0: <laughs> Again, a beautiful moment in black and white where the the texture and and the light texture and reflection just create something that isn't so outstanding in a vivid color patch. It doesn't pop mm-hmm. the same way. You can't. It doesn't isolate these extremely beautiful aesthetic moments.
1: Yeah. Also, I love this pose, <laughs> jug next to the. Oh man.
0: Next to the bomb. It's a great I'm image.
1: Like, oh yes. <laughs> We're free, my brother and I.
0: And then, Echoing Season 1. You did Sorry. a bad thing. Echoing oh, Season yeah. 1. You did a bad thing, Daddy. I'm going to just point. And,
1: uh, is her middle name Pavlova? Did I say that correctly? Yep, yep. Wow,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Project Moloch.
1: You did a bad thing, Daddy. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of Cheryl and her mom standing by the flames, pointing to the burning bomb. That
1: was such a great moment.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Penelope has been so many things: the Black Dahlia, a Russian agent, so many things. (laughs) Um,
1: I love that Julian and Cheryl are just kind of free now and have a ton of money. That's fun.
0: Actually, yes, that's an excellent point. There's no nana nana in this world.
1: Oh no, we see Nana. Don't we? Oh. Maybe we don't. Oh no, never mind.
0: But I think, nana, I
1: think nana is in this world though, <laughs> but maybe not in the same capacity.
0: Yeah. Not that Nana was ever a controlling force exactly, except for during the ghost no. possession arc. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> Invoking the Supreme Court. Right. Your mentor got himself
1: killed for you, Yeah.
0: Or something. And Ethel hey. killed an agent. A Russian agent?
1: <laughs> I guess so. Uh...
0: Good for you, Ethel. Kill a Russian agent and head off to Hollywood.
1: Nice. All in a nice. day's
0: work. <laughs> <sighs> And Persia looks fantastic with that this the lipstick the, and yeah. the lighting and this look, um, really nice pale skin with light hair with her her light light red hair. just a lovely visual contrast. Mm-hmm. It's a real justice for Ethel season,
1: truly, at long last. Um, I. Uh I don't understand this weird scarf thing she's got on. It's <laughs> my only feedback. But that's not her fault. <laughs> the makeup or costume department rather put her in that.
0: <laughs> Maybe like a driving look from the period. Maybe. Seems yeah, otherwise I pointless. That there were driving looks. <laughs> uh I I like the Veronica Deus Ex machina of Here's My Hollywood Connections.
1: Yeah. Especially after this, is, this yeah. is a sweet moment for their friendship
0: saying goodbye like this. It is. It is. Um even Ethel like I seem I, I I feel like Ethel knows she's giving up on something that Jughead is still completely oblivious to. That little cheek pat. Yeah. It's like sure. you have no idea what you missed. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> and then alice hugs her yeah important detail especially after alice sent her to the nuns that was a bad move alice oh yeah that was a sloppy move
1: you don't love that
0: but uh yeah alice is staring into the into her actions and her ways and healing?
1: Question mark. Yep. The pieces were falling into place. What does it mean?
0: Foreshadow, 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 foreshadow. And then this beautiful drive out of Riverdale, where I was, I was waiting for them to drive through the magic force field. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was waiting for that to pass. But note that the logo, the, the end, the end. Very importantly, the end. Not something we've seen <laughs> before over her departure right as they hit the line where they would have snapped back we see them in the distance okay okay but that line is important or it was yes something big gonna bomb
1: Yeah, um, this is, uh, yeah, I'm just so curious about the last two episodes. I really, it really does not feel like the end of the season. I just don't know what they're going to do, and I'm confused. Mm -hmm.
0: Agreed, agreed. I, yeah, and we, I'm also excited to see what we do to wrap it up. I'm embracing this week, this episode as the, the end of Mm -hmm. casual episodic Riverdale.
1: Yeah, that sounds true. Uh,
0: that sounds true. Whatever's happening next, it's setting us up for a finale. Um, yeah, and we've been tying neat little knots in a few, a few plot points, and and happy, happy. Um, the the simple wants of these young people in 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 this fifties lives. They're getting. Yeah. They're getting happy. Outcomes to their stories. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. I've heard rumors of time jump.
1: Okay, we'll see. Yeah,
0: and that would be not unprecedented at all. But um, that's
1: true. Maybe time jump through halfway through next episode or something, and then the last episode is all time. Jump. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen?
0: I'm waiting for <sighs> Tabitha to come back and to see how.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> Tabitha oh man yes. a lot a lot needs to happen with this show okay
0: a lot needs to happen <laughs> okay i'm
1: ready i'm ready for next week mm-hmm. i'm ready
0: going going in with the blankest expectations i possibly can whatever yeah. they give me i'm going to embrace that the end from the end of this episode let it wrap yeah start clean okay till next weekend
1: yeah till next week
0: top for now